And now's the time when this things literally are work. There's going to be a new world order out there. And we've got to lead it. Throw it in an act of depression. You are fake news. I am not suicidal. We'll circle back with you directly. If I can circle back, I'll circle back with you. Do not come. Do not come. I'm gonna come. Hello and welcome to episode 215 of the second season of the Jeffrey and Brian Show. I am Jeffrey. And I'm Brian. We're just two guys drinking some beers, talking what's going on. Uh you familiar with uh, Shannon Sharp? Uh yeah, he's a football player. Correct. You know he ripped off our format? Well, it's similar, but I think <clears throat> theirs is worse. Well, that's saying something it's worse than us. Because they're drinking cognac. But I'm like... And they're also smoking. Someone pointed out to me. It's like, oh, you got to check out this Cat Williams on uh, Chen and Sharp. And I was like, motherfucker! <laughs> and you can't even understand half of anything what they're saying. They're slurring their words so much. Have you listened to our show at the end of it? No. <laughs> I will say, though, uh, this is uh, still my first beer of the night so you know it's gonna take towards uh the end oh look at that mason jar mm-hmm. <laughs> el guapo's working ah make that money yeah well we got a couple follow-ups to bring up um apparently there's been more ufo stuff coming out and uh yes eric this is just for you uh, apparently, there's like footage of these UFOs over uh, what an air or a navy base or something. Uh huh. Well, every time anything comes up about UFOs, you know what the first thing I do is put on your tinfoil hat. No, I immediately go looking for what's going on with Hunter Biden because they dump this crap when Hunter Biden stuff comes up, and oh look. He's being arranged, arraigned in court for his uh, tax violations in mm-hmm. California. He pled not guilty. Uh, this yeah, is the one that he attempted to plead guilty to before, right? Yeah, it was part of the sweet, it was part of the deal. Yeah, and the judge is like, "Are you are you kidding me? There's no way I'm going to let that go." It's like saying not guilt, uh, saying guilty to tax evasion does not exempt you from the illegal gun charges you have coming at you, right? So um, this is I've noticed every time alien crap comes out, have a look at what's going on with Hunter. There's always something that was released at the same time. I may not have brought that up on the show before, but I've noticed it. Okay. Uh, Chris Christie. Is that da, the next da, one? Da. Shock, shock, shock. He said just last week, he said he wasn't dropping. Well, not only did he drop out, did you hear the hot mic crap? Yeah, I I don't he, care. I don't but either. A, but apparently, he said uh, Nikki Hale, Nikki Hillary was gonna get um smoked. Um, dear God, how much money is that woman spent on commercial advertising? Every time I turn the cable on to watch a football or a hockey game, there's a Nikki Haley commercial on my television. Yep, yep. Uh huh. I rarely use cable anyway. It's basically just to watch sports. You know. Uh huh. And it's just like, it's always a Nikki Haley commercial. Like, first of all, I'm in Massachusetts. I am amazed she's wasting her money advertising here. You know what I mean? Right. But I well, think, it's uh, the primary, so. 
Yeah, but yeah, I guess the primary is different. She's only uh, appealing to. Even so, uh, Massachusetts doesn't split its vote. So, like, it, it, they're going to vote Democrat. You know it. Uh, as I pointed out at the last two presidential elections, if you look at the map during the voting happening, Mass in Massachusetts, there's a little red dot over exactly where I live right now. It's like that's where all of the um, Republicans live. All Republicans, the conservatives. conservatives, libertarians live. Yeah. And then it slowly gets covered up by the blue. <laughs> uh, anyway, Chris Christie, like I even said once on this show that after one of these debates, oh, no, no, I was in a private message with you guys. I said that if he would just reach over and just eat Nikki Haley right now, I would uh, vote for him. He would get my vote. Yeah, well, he was never going to. He was never going to be the Republican nominee ever, ever, ever in a million years. No, and it's hilarious. My father said something. He's like, I think uh, Chris Christie would be a good a good candidate. I was like, you're out of your mind. I was like, you are nuts. Uh, <clears throat> I still have no idea which way he votes, though, which is weird. Uh, I'm pretty sure he doesn't know which way I vote either, though. Probably because I switched my... My dad I'll... knows how I vote, and I know how he votes, so... Oh, you guys are both... Oh, is he a Dem? Yeah. Oof. Is he is he proud of Biden right now? No, but he's still a down. Yeah. I found out a couple of years ago that my my mother's father was um a big deal in the Republican Party on the South Shore of Massachusetts. Like he has a whole bunch of campaign buttons from like before Nixon, like you know, all the way back to World War II. I was like, damn. That's pretty cool, I guess. And actually, we still have those campaign buttons. They're probably worth a couple bucks these days, huh? Yeah. Uh, um, was was it Wilson? No. Oh my God! Woodrow, who dropped Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson? Who dropped the bomb? Um, Eisenhower. I thought was it Eisenhower? I thought he became president after the war because he was the general, or is that after World War One? I? I did. I know, and I've only had. The one beer so far. I have been smoking my ass off for a while, though. Oh. Um, Eisenhower Wilson. I want to... Mm, I don't know. It's going to drive me nuts now until you find out, but... Uh, I'm going to move on a little bit while you find this info. Uh, there are rumors that Bill Belichick will not be the head coach of the New England Patriots next uh, season. That's not a rumor anymore. Ah, okay, then. You've already uh, named your new head coach in the uh, Patriot land. Oh, yeah? Who is it? It's uh, actually um, somebody that used to go to school here in Hampton, Virginia. And he's been on the on the staff of the team, I think, of the offensive coordinator for years. And it was actually written into his hiring contract. That he would get the job? That he would automatically succeed Bill Check if he was still in the organization when Belichick left. I and mean, it was in Belichick's last contract too that that was the case. So, so, so I'm guessing they had to fire Belichick then, because he said he was still on the contract. He made a big deal about it, and how they're they're not going to uh, pay him off, and they're not going to trade him. That they're going to have to fire him, which means that he still gets paid, right? Yeah, but he's going to have another job next year. He'll get that's. There's no question about that. That was the worst season the Patriots have seen in 20 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
maybe even longer than that, honestly. Oh, no, it was probably under uh, with Bledsoe. So, yeah, which was still Belichick. He took over for, I believe, Bill Parcells. But uh, I don't know. He is hoping something changes because the Pats just, they, they could not win a game this season. Did you did you watch any of them? No. Jeez, man. I, I actually made money betting against them because it was so easy, you know? You find the uh the bomb dropper? Um and somebody was serving their four term in nineteen forty five, but they F- died FDR. in FDR. Well, FDR was uh it was a four termer and then he passed the two term they passed the two term law to stop him from doing that. So it was uh FDR and it was Harry S. Truman, so it was probably Truman. True. Truman was the name I was looking for. FDR created the interstate. Yeah, for, for the war, one of the handful of things he actually did that was good for this country. I thought it was Eisenhower because it was isn't Eisenhower's name on all the signs? No, F- FDR definitely was the one who signed off to make the interstate system okay. so that so that during the war we could move supplies from the middle of the country to the coast to uh, get them, uh, you know, into combat. And so, um, I read this article you shared about Norfolk Airport, mm-hmm. and then I had to reread the headline because it says Norfolk Airport had second highest number of guns caught by TSA in Virginia. And I read the whole article. I was like, wait a minute, that's only the second one in Virginia, not even the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want? I wanted to get some local news in there, you know. So. <laughs> How many airports? Well, there's a few airports. There's probably six or seven airports, maybe eight airports in Virginia. Well, Newport News has an airport. Yeah, technically. What do you mean technically? I've flown out of there before. There's only one airline flying in out of there now. Oof. Probably cheap then, huh? Uh, no. No? It's better to go to Norfolk? Yeah, that's where more people are going to Norfolk or Richmond now. So anyway, it, it, it has a list of... uh excuses do you have it up in front of you yep can you give me the number one excuse or at least a couple funny ones uh, like why do you have a shotgun with you sir uh i'm going rabbit hunting <laughs> where are they it's still loading of course it's still loading of course uh which is interesting because i know uh, a marine buddy of mine was telling me how on his way back from overseas they had um like an amnesty point where you could dump any um, loot, basically, that you plundered uh-huh. uh, in the Middle East. And he said there were trash cans just full of AK-47s, where dudes were like, I'm not going to prison forever for bringing back an AK as a fucking trophy, you know? Yeah. I can just imagine walking through and seeing all these AK-47s and be like, you guys are stupid to think you're going to bring that back home, you know? So... They forgot they had their guns in their carry-on was the number one response. Okay, that makes sense, I suppose. Like, uh, I traveled across the entire state, forgot my guns were in there. And that's really, I mean, this uh, this, this media, this, this, uh, this story is definitely clickbait because they say it's oh most common excuse. So they're, they only give you one excuse. It's not like a list top 10 or anything like that. Oh, that's no fun. 
And Should have been the Letterman style list, huh? Yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> we had 29 guns caught at our checkpoints here in Norfolk, and Ronald Reagan had 39 in the D.C. area. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, all right, so who who is this lawmaker that's making these estimates? Uh, by the way, you're Bo Snerdly. That's his name? Well, that's the name. His, his actual name is James Golden, but when he was on the Rush Limbaugh show, he went by Bo Snerdly. Because it's BS? Sure. Uh, well, no, not. I know. He's calling out BS is my point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, apparently a member of Congress, uh, when, and they're not releasing his name, or is it Higgins, I guess? Uh, Higgins. Accused, um, saying there were at least 200 federal agents inside and outside the Capitol during uh, the January 6th protests. That's insane. Well, that would definitely change a lot of these court cases if this was actually true, and it came out with with actual evidence. Well, we brought up this Ray Epps thing. Mm-hmm. How many times? He's on video. He's the only one on video actually inciting people to go into the Capitol. Right. And it took them forever to arrest this guy. And he just got released with no jail time, just a year of probation. This, this video of this guy, he's like, we need to go into the Capitol. And they start ch- everyone starts chanting, fed, 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 fed. <laughs> Have you seen that video? Uh-uh. Oh, it's hilarious. And this guy gets nothing. And it's like, you basically just proved everyone else right that uh, a whole bunch of federal informants and federal agents were there, like glowies, as we call them, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're saying he's falsely accused of being a federal agent. Falsely accused by who? What? Uh, the internet? Like, it, that was never brought up in trial, right? Yeah. Nope. Actually, the sheer fact that he got zero jail time kind of supports the idea that he was working with the federal government on this one, huh? Exactly. Considering dude, that dude from um, the Hispanic dude from uh, the Proud Boys got 22 years and he wasn't even there. Right. Jeez. I just... It just... It, it, it still surprised me that we're making such a big deal about this. And yeah, it was inappropriate a lot of the stuff that happened that day yeah but like what about on uh was it may 28th or whatever under uh trump when they tried to burn down saint john's church they firebombed a guardhouse and chased the president into a bunker yeah cnn's making jokes about the president about trump having to go into a bunker like he gets a choice secret service makes that decision don't they Oh, yeah. He has no say in the matter. But, yeah, that was no big deal when the president had to flee to a fucking bunker. Oh, my God. Or they uh, interrupted the congressional hearing, uh, the senatorial hearings, I believe, actually, at this point, to confirm Kavanaugh. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just, I just don't understand how we can only see one side of this story and have it be realistic in a conversation. Cause you bring this up to people that are part of the cult. I don't even want to say Democrat because a lot of your quote Democrats from 20 years ago are like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You know, but your, your hardcore cult members, they're like, Oh, that's not the same. I was like, how is it not the same? 
Yeah. It's like nobody lit anything on fire on January 6th. No. You know? But uh Nancy Pelosi was fleeing for her life. They were coming to get her. Nancy Pelosi is on video saying, This is what I was waiting for. That's why she had her daughter there. Yeah, to record it. Oh, apparently, um, there she's come out now saying she actually requested uh National Guard support for January 6th. Whoa, I, she was. I, I've heard the uh, direct opposite that Trump suggested it and Nancy Pelosi said no. Well, she wanted crew, uh, crew manned uh machine guns you probably know what that means but to your average listener this this means to operate this gun you need at least two grown men Mm. maybe three just to feed the ammunition into it and fire it quickly enough uh nine yard belts of ammunition that gets fired off in seconds by the way that's where the term the whole nine yards comes from you know Okay. It's from the uh, the belts used to feed into these automatic machine guns. Uh, yeah, it was, oh, that was the whole nine yards. <laughs> she wanted that stuff that will cut down a tree, you know? Right. Dear God, can you imagine firing that into a crowd? That'd be killing a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, my God. It No. The bullet to go right through people and hit someone behind them and then someone else behind them, let alone you're firing 4,000 rounds a minute. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's the, that's the National Guard she wanted versus Trump wanted a bunch of guys to stand there with rifles and say, back off. And they said no. All right. This came out of nowhere with the Secretary of Defense, huh? Well, yeah, we knew he was out of pocket for a while and nobody knew where he was. But uh, finally, words come out that he had uh, prostate cancer and they did an electric. They call it elective surgery. That is not elective. If his entire prostate was full of cancer. No, no. If you have to go under general (laughs) anesthesia, it is not elective. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, he's been nowhere, and nobody now, knew. Now he apparently he's running the the Department of Defense from uh, uh, Walter Reed or Bethesda. Well, he said Walter he said his number two a whole bunch of times, and she had no idea that he wasn't around. She just no, she, was, she, she was on leave in Puerto Rico. She was she was outside of the mainland, the United States, during the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, and she, Biden, she didn't know she was acting in his stead. Yeah, exactly. Okay, there you go. She didn't even realize she was in charge at the time because he never told her. Uh, Biden recently found out. Yeah. Um, it's like the president didn't find out for uh, what two weeks that the right. Secretary of Defense was uh, incapacitated. Yeah. Are you fucked? Are you kidding me? The entire world is erupting into war. And we don't even know where our Secretary of Defense is? I don't care what kind of a person he is. I think by not telling anyone... He should lose his job. Yes. Yes, he should lose his job. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
and hey, I get it. You got you got prostate cancer. Like that's a real issue. Yeah. Uh-huh. It kills millions of men a year. Yeah. Take care of it. Yeah. But let work know that you're gonna be out while they cut out your prostate. Mm-hmm. You know what's a good thing for him though? He never has to get another prostate exam. Nope. <laughs> he does have that going for him. Hey, you gotta find the silver lining, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like when they cut that piece of my brain out of my head, I actually asked the surgeon to take a picture for me of before and after. Yeah. Which he thought was weird. No one had ever asked him that before. And I was like, really? I thought for sure people would want to see that. But now I have photographic documentation that there is, in fact, a brain in my head. There you go. So, I mean, come on, right? Yeah. Oh, and the thing they cut out. Oh, it looks so disgusting, dude. Uh, cavernous malformation angioma. Oh, it, was, it, it looked like a... A bruised oyster, oh. you know. All right, but yeah, he was gone forever. The president didn't know where he was. He found out Tuesday that he had been gone for a couple of weeks. Wow! <laughs> uh, and like you and I said, this is this is a real issue. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, a lot of people saying heads are gonna have to roll over this. It doesn't look like anybody's head's gonna roll. Does Biden, I was about to say, does he have no balls? But he went and did a whole bunch of stuff to undo Trump stuff right away when he got in. Yeah, well, that was three years ago. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get back to it. Actually, it might go, oh, after Secretary of Defense, I should have gone right to the military stuff. But that, that was my fault for setting him up wrong. Um, He, right after taking office, he was the one who declassified the Houthis yeah, as uh, terrorists. Terrorist. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. And now we're treating them like terrorists. Well, yeah, we're bombing them now. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that, though. We, uh, I gotta get yeah. my sound... I need to get a soundboard with little clips already loaded that I can press instead of having to double-click and, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I want to be able to go boop and have it ready. Yeah, and uh, Senator Tom Cotton... He's outraged that uh, there was no there was the big breakdown in communication, and they're saying part of the problem was that his chief of staff was had the flu at the same time that he was having prostate surgery. Who's third in line? Like there's an order of secession to these jobs, right? Yeah. Oh my but god! But the sec- since the chief of staff wasn't there, that knew what to do. Um, you know, the third line had no idea what was going on, right? Exactly, and it, it's gonna keep growing. And you know, I'm sorry that he's had prostate cancer. Oh, that is very unfortunate, and I'm um, glad he but, got it taken care of. Know, he's hoping he, they got it all. You are the department secretary of defense, you know, he was in the military before this, so he knows how the chain of command works, you know. Oh, they, mm. oh and he reports directly to the uh chief of staff or the president yeah it's like <clears throat> what were you thinking trying to hide Prost- cancer yeah i mean if it was an outpatient surgery kind of thing like if you managed to get this surgery done then go home that day and work from home 
no problem. But you disappeared for weeks. Yep. As Ukraine is dealing with Russia and we're funding that garbage, as uh, Gaza-Israel bullshit is happening, and then the Houthis and Iran are getting involved, apparently Syria is getting involved in this shit, and the Secretary of Defense is nowhere to be seen. Right. Didn't this shit happen with uh, Budigig? Uh, the Secretary of Transportation or whatever. When... Yeah, when we had the the all of the supply chain problems, just just wasn't around. Yeah, he was on leave. What? Yeah, be, oh, because him and his husband adopted a baby, right? Right, he was on maternity leave. Oh my god! Well, first that mm, I'm gonna bring up the same argument I brought up that the, mm, paternity leave is a little strange <laughs> anyway, but. Uh, I will say that it did help me being able to take some vacation time from work separate from my or some time off separate from vacation uh, was helpful after the wife had the baby because then I could take care of the house right while she recovered. You know what I mean? Yeah. What does this guy need paternity leave for to spend time with an adopted baby? I get that. But like. You can still you can go, oh, look. Food's not getting to the West Coast, or you know what I mean? It's like maybe uh -huh. I should do something. Yeah. Sorry. I know I, I don't I try not to uh go back that far. What were we talking about? Oh, the budget. The budget's coming up, huh? Yep. We're, we're gonna spend more money than during the COVID pandemic. Or is it just more than right before the pandemic? Uh, we're just going to keep spending and spending and spending. Uh, Trump wasn't particularly good at spending either, but. No. Let's be real. The, the president only signs off on it. Uh, Congress makes these decisions. And it just. We're sending so much money to foreign wars, defending everyone else. We're securing everyone's border except for ours. What the hell? Am I the only one who feels that way? No, not at all. It's crazy. I don't know, man. Like, what... If we don't give a shit about our border, why do we give a shit about the Ukrainian border? We shouldn't, but we do. What do we let's say? What do we care about Israel? But dear God, what a mess that's become. We we have a lot of people that were calling people Nazis two years ago. Yeah, coming out saying Actually, wipe well, out the Jews. And that sounds kind of <laughs> like something that I heard heard from the history books, you know. The Nazis would say. Well, yeah, well, I mean, these these folks call, you, were calling me a Nazi two years ago. Now I'm some Zionist. And I'm like, you call people Nazis. And now you're actually calling, you're saying from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Either they are truly looking for the extermination of Israel or they have no idea what they're saying. Well, I don't think they if, have any idea what they're saying. You think it's just a catchy phrase that rhymes? They yeah. don't realize and they're talking about the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea, which is all of Israel? Yeah. And I I love that. People are like, oh, 
there were no Jews in Israel until 1940 when the UK, you know, put it aside after, you know, during the war. And I was like, um, I'm pretty sure a billion Christians just celebrated the birth of a Jewish man from over 2000 years ago in Bethlehem. So there were Jews over there. Yeah. Before 1940, okay? (laughs) Because that was over 2,000 years ago. Yeah, it's like, Jesus Christ ring a bell here to anybody? (laughs) Well, I don't believe in him. That's that's fine if you don't believe in the man as the son of God, but it's pretty much accepted that this man existed. Yeah, The Jews accept him as a prophet, and so don't the the Muslims. Uh Christians just believe he's the, uh, is God. Well, like it, it's pretty much accepted this dude existed, and the Romans actually crucified him. Jeez, and then they spent how many years crucifying Christians along the roads of Rome, huh? Uh huh. Jeez, Louise, can you imagine that? What a terrible way to die! All right. Well, as we're moving on to the budget, um. They've come to some agreement that's good for what, like a week or something. Um, I thought it was longer than that. I thought that was going to be like the get us through the rest of the year. I thought on the nineteenth they had to come to another decision about something or else other like they agreed to fund the Department of Defense and a couple. Oh things. yeah, yeah. Well, that they're the first of two deadlines ends on March nineteenth. You're right. Yep. Uh-huh. March nineteenth. My mistake. Okay. No, no, January nineteenth. Bam! Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then, you know, you know, and get the, back together. The conservatives on the the the, cons- the physically conservative Republicans are still freaking out about this deal because there's no. I mean, we're still going to spend like one point. We want they wanted to like reduce non-military spending by sixteen billion dollars, but that it's not coming close to that at all. And we're looking at something like eight hundred and four billion dollars spent on uh defense. Yeah, eight eighty six billion for military. Eighty six seven oh four billion spent on non-defense. Um I'm sure the border crisis coming up. Uh, it's coming up right after this. A lot of this money could be useful there too. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, then the but new they spending... are taking more money away from the IRS. You know. Oh, are yeah. they going to get rid of these? Uh, what was it? Uh, eighteen hundred armed IRS agents. I don't know if they'll get rid of them, but they're not going to be hiring anymore because uh, they don't have the money for it. Good. I mean, don't get me wrong. The IRS, no, no, the IRS doesn't need weapons like that. They can call up the FBI and say, "Arrest yeah. this man for not paying his taxes." Yeah, they call up the ATF too if they wanted to. You know, everybody's got armed people except for you know the IRS. They don't have enough. And I'm glad that six hundred dollar transact uh, transaction went away. It well, it's not away. It's not. It's, it's, been, it's on, on hold. hold. Yes. It should go away, but, you know. I don't like the idea of being told I can't. I mean, $10,000 cash changing hands at a time. I understand why the government wants to, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Well, I but do six, a lot of mystery shopping. Oh, 600 bucks could be and, rent. 
Yeah, and I and I don't get like six hundred dollars every month, you know. But I definitely over the year I got more than six hundred dollars coming into the into my PayPal, you know. So they wanted me to keep track of that. I was basically going to have to, you know, start tracking all my mileage and deducting it all, you know. If they were going to if they're going to start making 600. me claim this six hundred every year, I, I or, thought the six hundred was only um only had to be declared if it was a six hundred dollar transaction. Not I don't I don't think that was the case, but I could be wrong. Oh, I thought it was a, if you spend if you move six hundred dollars cash at one time, you have to explain why. And I, I like, thought it was six hundred dollars for the year. Dude, I, I do that buying beer. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Uh but yeah, even at a time though, that could be paying rent to your landlord, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like boom, here's your cash. Mm-hmm. What's the big deal? Yeah, and everybody likes to get paid cash because it's good now. I don't have to wait for shit to clear or move or whatever, you know. Yeah, but this spending deal—they're trying to lower the spending levels back to pre-pandemic levels. Trying to. Trying to, yeah. Uh huh. We'll see, man. Uh, we agreed. Apparently, right now, what we're doing is what McCarthy right before he was ousted. Uh, yeah. Apparently, yeah. That's what we're agreeing on right now. I I dislike the Republicans more and more. The more crooked the Democrats get. Uh, The Republicans have no fucking spines. They won't do jack shit. Uh, Not that the libertarians are any better. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, the libertarians are definitely worse. Uh, fuck, Gary Johnson lost a, a write-in vote of these nuts. Uh, I don't know, man. I just don't understand how the Democrats have been so organized and lockstep for so long. And it is interesting to watch it all fall apart because of the Gaza issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, your progressives and your Democrats are taking opposite sides of this uh, thing. By the way, all your Fox News articles, man, I can't get into any of them anymore. Oh, uh, okay. I don't. I didn't put that many up this week. Yeah, it was like three or four. I'm going to grab a beer. Go ahead and play your thing. Oh, is this the one? The most he- strongly delivered speech that we've heard from this president in quite some time. Uh, your thoughts on the content of it and the argument that he makes here. Well, it was a very powerful speech, and I certainly agree with the lessons that he raised about George Washington. I have more question about whether he's following those lessons. He lost me in the specifics. You know, he talks about democracy being on the ballot, but the ballot isn't very democratic. His own party is trying to strip ballots of Donald Trump's name to prevent people who want to vote for what appears to be the leading candidate for the presidency. Okay. Not only is it undemocratic to remove someone from the voting ticket because you don't want someone to vote for them. You, they said democracy is on the, the ballot. Yeah. What's the problem with that? What fucking democracy? Because <laughs> we don't have a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. Democracy is mob rule. Or if you want, it's even like the 3% actually get what they want. Because like, 
fucking dog just will not shut the fuck up. He always barks. If someone farts, that dog barks. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. Sorry, that dog is just so goddamn annoying. What? Where were we? Uh, talking about how they want to remove democracy from the ballot. Or it's on the ballot. You know, if Biden wins, democracy lives. If Trump wins, he gets rid of it. Well, that's another thing I've noticed. Fear mongering, fear mongering, fear mongering. Well, I, I heard someone's on, I think it was on CNN talking about how World War III is going to break out. If Trump's elected, I was like, it's already begun as soon as Biden took office. It's like, look around. We're getting involved in, um, geez, we're getting involved in, um, Yemen and Ukraine and Israel and Iran. These are all conflicts that we're involved in, let alone what's happening with Taiwan that just elected, uh, a third, the third term of a Democrat. Yeah. The anti-Chinese reunion by my God, and you did see the the I put an article in here towards the end. Oh, my, sorry if in, I missed it. Um, about about Taiwan and how Biden came out and said he would not support their independence. Yes, I got that in here. Uh, I thought that was on the military. No. It must be uh in the leftover stuff. Oh Jesus, you 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 crunch down the leftovers, huh? Yeah, I always do. Yeah, I know. I saw that when Biden said uh, the United States does not support Taiwanese independence. I was like, since when? Yeah, we're the only reason why they still exist. Yeah. Uh, the problem is these people keep voting for this shit and they have no and then they get all angry about it and they don't understand why but then Biden comes out and is like oh it was the guy before me right it's always always else. the guy before me have you noticed yeah. that uh-huh. yep it only takes 4 years in your first term but in your second term it takes 8 years for this stuff to kick in right yeah you, and, say, you know we got these unemployment numbers they were they've been bragging about you know all the three election campaigns they're getting going about how great the economy's doing, how the unemployment's coming back. We've we've spoken about this several times, and I've and I've said several times, people are not getting jobs. People are getting second jobs. Yeah, well, they're not empl- the employment numbers were overstated by four hundred and thirty thousand jobs in twenty twenty three. Yeah, because four hundred and thirty thousand people that they thought got a job that were unemployed. We're not employed. This was their second job. Those 430,000 people decide to stay unemployed and either live off of what they have or government assistance. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, half the country has to have a second damn job to pay their bills. You Yay, have, welfare. You do have it in military. I found it. It's at the bottom of military. So. All right. I thought we'll it was get, in there we'll, somewhere. We'll circle it back. Yeah. Uh so you guys had some bad weather this last week up that way. Ah, uh, today we uh, had a nor'easter. Yeah, we had like fifty million dollar winds. I had to go rescue my boat in the middle of it because two of the front dock lines came off. No shit, huh? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I bet in the middle of a storm. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, New York City has 
decided who has priority. Students are migrants, and they chose migrants. Yeah, students have to uh, do remote learning now so that the school can be used to house 400 illegal migrants. Yep, because they put the illegal migrants park, you know, shelter area in a low-lying area in New York City. Well, and New York has a right to shelter fucking law, which means you have to show up and say, give me a place to sleep tonight, and they have to. See, this is the issue is your rights are supposed to be, uh, quote, negative rights in terms of they're not allowed to stop you from doing this, not allowed to stop you from doing that versus you're entitled to. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, your freedom of speech, they can't stop you from talking. Yeah. They can't stop you from assembling. They can't stop you from re- practicing religion. They can't pr- stop you from um, as- uh, associating with unruly characters. Was that all five of them? It's five in the First Amendment, right? Yeah. Assembly, speech, religion, association. Oh, and the right to petition grievance against the government. Second Amendment is they cannot stop you from owning a firearm to defend yourself. You know, Third Amendment, they're not allowed. The government's not allowed to put soldiers in your house and say you have to take care of these people, which I still say was an issue during COVID because a lot of you were not allowed to evict people under these COVID lockdowns. That means anyone who's enlisted and renting who did not pay their rent was not allowed to be evicted, therefore violating the Third Amendment. I think that's a valid argument here, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, when was the last time you heard of a Third Amendment violation? Uh, 17... Never, because uh, we learned our lesson after the British quartered soldiers in our houses. Yep. Speaking of, you know, Massachusetts is asking uh, citizens with extra rooms in their houses. Right. Yeah. To you got house extra, these migrants. You got extra rooms in your house, don't you? We have a we have a spare bedroom. We keep for when a uh, company comes over. Well, now you can have the migrants as company. Yeah, oh, and Massachusetts will pay me too. The so, well, problem is you, these these people will don't they pay you well. Are better than you typically rent things out. But problem is I'm not going to speak the language of these people, mm-hmm. not very well anyway. And they have no respect to me. They're living here for free. You know, uh, I don't know that. They might destroy your property because they don't give a shit because it's not theirs. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that's what people necessarily do. But if you get if you cannot afford to pay your bills and you're being put into housing, you probably don't respect the housing. Right. That's why a lot of times when you're renting the place, you know, they want first and last month's rent for a security deposit. And a security deposit. Yeah, because, you know. Because you're going to fuck the place up because you don't care. Exactly. It's not your property, so. Yeah, everyone hates the landlord, but yet to realize, like, if you jack up his property, his house, now he has to fix that. Uh Uh-huh. Period, you know. Yeah. Even if he doesn't put, move anyone else in, that just kicks you out, and he's like, "I'm, you know what? I'm not doing it again." He still has to repair the damage is done. Yep. And God knows what kind of weird things you are eating and crapping into my septic system. All right. Could, could be crap. 
I read this article three times, dude. Okay. I read it once and I was like, this is strange. Then you shared it to the group thing. And I was like, oh, I even mentioned like I read this. I thought it was weird. Then I tried to read it uh, again. And then once more after that, and I still not sure what it says. Apparently Biden has a whole bunch of uh, deportations ready. Well, no, what they were doing was they were issuing their return to court notices without actual court dates on them. Yes. They were just going to send out a follow-up mailer to the the address they had on record with their court dates on it. That's against the law. Hmm. The the notice of detainer, you know, to have, make them come back, it's supposed to have a court, actual court date on it when they get it originally. Well, if it doesn't have a court date, how do I know when to show up? It's on the court. It'll be on the paperwork. That's where the court date is. <laughs> but it's not on the paperwork they've been sending the people out with. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. Without a court date, how do I know when to show up? They're going to send you a piece of mail to you. You know, I could just move. Three years from now, that piece of mail might show up. Exactly. And oh, I, so you're, you're telling me the person who, who walked from Guatemala to Texas, then got on a bus to go to New York City. Is going to be in New York City in three months when the mail shows up to tell him to go to court? Yeah. No. No. Exactly. That's We're what having... that's what the lawsuit's about. You know that, and that's Ronnie! What and that's what he's saying. If if they say they got to do something about this, all those people they've been issuing those notices to for the last three years have to be deported immediately. Yes. Yes. Because um, the federal government didn't do the paperwork right. What's up, repeat offender? Yeah, lads, what's happening? Uh, Just talking about... Sleepy right, Joe. Right. Yep, Sleepy Joe. Second favorite subject. Yeah, man. Like I'm going to start. I'm gonna make a decaf coffee line and call it uh, Sleepy Joe. You can drink the coffee and still go to bed. <laughs> Oh, my, I heard they this is my cup of sleepy Joe. <laughs> I heard them naming melatonin after him. You uh, you Australians call a coffee uh, Joe? Nah, mate, we call it coffee. Have you ever heard it called Joe? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, yeah, it's an American thing. It's like a cup of Joe is coffee. So, like, and sleepy like Joe. Uh, yeah, it and would be sleepy coffee. <laughs> uh, like, that, that's a good one, you know? That's a good make a decaf so you can go to bed, you know? <laughs> Stuff that doesn't keep you up. Yeah. Not Brian's cat hey, shows up. What a time to be alive in America right now, mate. Hmm. I'm looking forward to 2024. I need to... Oh, it is 2024. Uh, I need to get out of Massachusetts before the election happens. How's that looking for you? You got much success? The problem... I'm having issues with... Uh, the way I want to do this is I want to, I was hoping to use a VA loan, uh, Veterans Affairs loan, yeah. to buy a property. Uh, and then, you know, sell whatever else I needed after the fact. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, but I can't find anything that can pass the inspection that I like. Oh, okay, man. 
So what I'm thinking, we're considering now is buying something much less expensive, like like a one to two acre property with with uh, three bedrooms, two bathrooms for like 80K mm. and live there for like two to five years and then uh, buy a plot, clear what we want and build our own house on it. Uh, West Virginia is very inexpensive. Uh, this one property I'm using as an example is uh, 32 acres for $16,000 of undeveloped land that has power running through it and road access along the edge of the property. Oh, that's amazing, mate. Access and bloody power. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. The power is running through because it has to, you know, power the rest of the state. Mm-hmm. So it's like, shit. It's like, yeah, but they're probably not going to tap into those lines for your power. That's exactly where it's going to come from. <laughs> That's the old Indian bloody grid trick, mate. I mean, I may not be able to get sewage set up, but I I could install a septic system, you know? Septic tanks are easy, mate. Yeah, and, and, and yeah just have a truck come pump it out every other every third year or something. Yeah, Depends on it, how mate. much you poop. Sometimes it's not even that often. And how big your tank is, too. That's yeah. oh, the way to go, mate. Little stepping stones. Plus, yeah. it sounds really nice. It sounds really exciting to design your own house, doesn't it? Yeah. Plus, you got room. You might do whatever you want to it. You know, develop however you want. Exactly. Like the wife is a little isn't quite sure what she thinks, but I was like, I kind of want uh, a shelter underneath the house, like a bunker style thing. Uh-huh. And she's like, Oh, what do you think? If you're gonna you think, build it, you might. If you're gonna build your own house, you might as well put it in. You know. Yeah, well, she's thinking like, oh, you think we're gonna be bombed in West Virginia in the fucking mountains? I'm like, <laughs> no, but a storm might come through, or you never know what's gonna happen. It's be, it's good to have six years of food stored down there, a handful of guns, a generator, and a, a back way out. You know. No, that's it, mate. Got to be prepping. Yeah, you never know. What if there's a serial killer or something, you know? Uh-huh. There's none of those in West Virginia. There's a lot of pedophiles. There's a lot of pedophiles everywhere now. They all live in Charleston, West Virginia, the capital city. We looked at Charleston like, oh, this looks really good. It's really affordable. And now we looked at uh, Megan's Law. Uh-huh. Like, oh, my God, there's red dots everywhere. They're like, nope, no way. No way I'm going same. anywhere near these sex offenders. Is it the same in America? What is like here? Like, they've got to be registered. Yeah. Every sex yeah. offender's got to be registered. The like, community's got to know where they're living and that. Yeah. They, yes. And if they move into your neighborhood, they have to knock on your door and tell you that they are a sex yeah. offender. Exactly. Or they have a representative come with them, mates, just to. Yeah. Just I, in case so they, they don't get their ass whooped. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them don't make it off the doorstep. I, uh, yeah, uh, why would I move in? Apparently, this is where all the, the sex offenders go because once a whole bunch got there, the property value went and that's where they can live and like that's what everyone does. And I'm like, oh, that's why it's so cheap in Charleston, West Virginia, you know? Like, I was looking at like 50K for like two acres and uh, four beds, three baths. And I was like, fuck, that's nice. And then I looked at all the little all the dots all around it of sex offenders. I was like, oh, 
that's why it's cheap. No one who's not a pedophile doesn't want to, or sex offender doesn't want to live there. I'm going to grab a beer. Brian, move us on. All right. So um, the the issues between the Texas border people and the federal government are heating up once again because um, Texas National Guard has stepped in and seized control of a park near the border that uh, Border Patrol was trying to be in. Yeah, that's going to make a very interesting standoff, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You think it's, it's in... about elections, mate, or do you think it's about... No, I think it's about I think it's about the people coming across the border illegally and the Biden administration not doing anything about it. Plus, it's got to keep you standing in the community as well, too, I suppose. Yeah, it's, it, this is Eagle it. Pass. This is one of the the cities in Texas that you know we keep hearing about in the news. How that's being these are little towns. These aren't like major cities like Chicago and New York City. You know, these are little towns that not just little towns, but like someone's backyard. Yeah, they literally cutting through people's backyards uh-huh. to get into and this leaving country. their trash and their empty water bottles and their clothes along the way as they go. Didn't the feds get rid of that barbed wire and all that sort of stuff? And trying. Get rid of that? I, I think it's. I think they can't get rid of it yet. I think that there they was heard of the buoys. There was an injunction in place about it. Well, here's the real issue that's going to get. It's going to. This is going to be an issue within a couple of days. We're either going to see a lot of law enforcement slash paramilitary arrested, or a giant gunfight on the southern border. Texas has deployed National Guard on the border to protect the border, and they are stopping federal agents from getting there. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yep. Yeah. What's jurisdiction? What's going to happen? Like, do you think it's just going to be people getting arrested, or is it going to come to uh, gunfighting? Because they take the orders from different people. It's going to be pretty close, mate. Like, who's who's got the greater jurisdiction, the federal government or the state? Or the National Guard, the governor. The National Guard is a, believe it or not, it's a militia group. Yep. Run by the governor. Well, the Second Amendment specifically says you need to have a militia, and that's why everyone allows to own a gun, and the militia is to keep the government in check. It's literally why it exists. So what happens when the National Guard fights the federal government? Yeah. Civil, Civil war. war. It's already begun. Yeah. I mean, the sheer fact that they put National Guard to stop the federal government from getting to the border. Not all war is straight up shooting at each other. It's not 1860 anymore. We're not standing in fucking fields firing at each other in rows. You know what I mean? Yeah. For whatever reason, most Americans picture... The American Civil War is a civil war, not what happened in Egypt like six times in the last nine years. Mm. Oh, in Egypt, the last Civil War, people were eating cheeseburgers, watching the soccer game, and in the background, you're hearing the gunfire from six blocks away where there's people killing each other. (laughs) That's how a real Civil War goes these days. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, mate. I, yeah, I, I just can't get my head around it. The federal government isn't doing more to assist there. 
They're suing Texas over this stuff. Right. Ooh, heard that, yeah. Actually tightened the court. It's While started. the Democrat cities are screaming, Joe Biden, please help us. We're being overrun by illegal migrants. He's saying, Texas, don't you dare stop these people from crossing the border. Right. Suing them over it. Definitely mixed signals. Well, that's why I'm terrified about what's going on with this, the net, Texas deploying the guard and stopping the federal government from getting to the border. Yeah. Something something terrible is going to happen. Um, I'm hoping it just comes down to people being arrested and on both sides, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then it being thrown up and like, let's all just shut the F up. But I, what if it comes to gunfighting? Like the National Guard does not answer to the federal government. That's the point of the National Guard. They they answer to Tony Abbott, the governor. Yeah. If Texas gets actually, and Texas is the only state that actually has it written into their whatever it was when they signed up to be a state saying they could leave anytime they want. And the federal government has no say about it. Yeah. Well, you think that's actually going <laughs> to happen? I don't know. I mean, but... if they, if they tried to leave, you think that the federal government would try to stop them with war? You think we, how so by war? What do you mean by that? Deploying the army? Yeah. Just soldiers, or are you th- talking like tanks and maybe navy because they have two coasts? Yeah, maybe all of the above. Do- you, we can't afford to lose. I mean, the the Democrats would love for Texas to secede from the nation because that would mean they would pretty much be in charge, they would take over forever and ever and ever. But at the same time, think of the economy that Texas brings into the country. You know, oh, it's like it's like the ninth largest economy on the planet or something like that yeah. crazy mm-hmm. california is the seventh largest economy on the planet right they used to be the fifth under uh reagan when yeah, reagan well, was our governor people are moving to texas from california now yeah and then they keep voting retard yep mm-hmm. yes. well, no, it's, it's all like, stupid I- it's like, I hate what's going on here. This is all garbage. I'm going to move to Texas where things are nice and then vote the same way to make the same stupid shit happen again. Yep. Makes total sense. Not. Was it 1991? That's why I'm looking to move into the damn woods, dude. Nope. Nobody wants to fuck with armed Appalachian hillbillies. Right? ATF will. They will, but they don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> they like, gotta I, get the they gotta get the moonshiners. So, well, it's like uh, no, I'm talking about like in general, like let's just say, for example, we were invaded. Okay. If if you were or, who is more realistic to invade the United States uh at this point? You think it'd be Russia or China? Uh, Wouldn't be Russia. You think so? Nah. That's your busy. Either way, all right, you come in. uh, You obviously have to smash uh, Virginia. 
obviously, because I mean, what? How many bases are right there? Right. right. Uh huh. Well, you got two navy bases, a shipyard, uh, an air base, a marine base, and army fort. Well, something like that. They're not really all called that now, but. Well, yeah. okay, no, you got a you got a fort. Air Force is the only one that has bases, actually. The Marines have camps. The Navy has um bases. No, it's not um operating station. Navy has stations. Uh, but there's a lot. There's a lot of military in a condensed area in Virginia, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Jeez, it sounds like a Pearl Harbor uh, situation, doesn't it? No. Yep. But, but all right, let's say you blow up all of that shit and you want, try to come pouring in because there's a giant hole now that you got rid of that. Now you're coming across uh, east into the United States and you get to West Virginia, you hit the Appalachian Mountains. There's a rifle behind every blade of grass. And... Have fun driving your tanks and jeeps over the actual mountains because you guys show we're gonna blow the roads up. They're, they're gonna be no good. Uh-huh. Have fun, you know what I mean? It's like as you're trying to get through the mountains, you're getting picked off by hillbillies. That's that's I'm not kidding you. This is why no one has invaded the United States. There's a mountain range. Within uh two hundred miles of either side of the co- either coast, right? Mountains are difficult to cross historically, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And a dude with like well, a dude with a rifle, uh, uh eight hundred yards higher than you, you know, on a cliff, firing down on you one at a time, while you guys are stuck in the mud or the rubble, it. it it sucks, you know. It's like that's yeah. It just sounds almost impossible to come through and just wipe it all out because it's just too many guns, and their terrain is too rough. Just like Australia, I can't imagine trying to march across Australia and dealing with like five thousand kilometers of desert. <laughs> you know, plus plus, huh? plus. yeah, more than four thousand. So, yeah, well, I was gonna say miles because that would have been more accurate, but I was like, oh fuck, I gotta say kilometer Australia. <laughs> but then exactly can you imagine trying to march across Australia? It's like, no, you you're fucking want... done. Up in our up in our north end and western northwestern areas in Australia, so remote. Mate, anyone come through there? We've got bases like we've got couple you guys got bases there too. Yep. Up around that top end, mate. Like you come through there, you're stuffed. You're not gonna make it midland Australia. Not gonna make it a hard of Australia. No you can run out of fuel, you can run out of water, you gotta run out of food. Yep. And once they get halfway in, you're gonna have the American bases there. We got bases there. You're gonna be met with pretty heavy fire, mate. The Australians. Uh, this might be a good transition. Oh, it's the wrong part of it, but the Australians just got involved in a uh basically allies attack, like old school allies. World War Two allies attack on um, was it the Houthis or um? Yep. Yeah, the Houthis in Yemen. Yeah, yeah, in Yemen. Uh, shoot, Canada was involved. Why? Well, I, I was gonna say the UK. 
but that basically includes like, well, Australia, Northern Wales, Northern Ireland. Well, Canada's UK, expert right? Oh, is support from Australia, the Netherlands, Bahrain, and Canada. No, oh, all right. With the UK providing the aircraft. Yeah. I think we had ground crew there. You guys seen the? Uh, you guys got Netflix? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen uh, the war in the Pacific, or maybe it's just called the Pacific? It's a World War Two. No, I haven't watched it. It's a new no. one. It's just about the war in the Pacific, uh, from the American point of view. Uh, and when they went to Australia to like stop in, like the Navy stopped in, it's like we're finally, you know, we've been at sea for eight or fifteen months fighting. They get to go and you know have some time off. Uh, man, the Australians showed them a good time. Like they were super excited. They grant they call them all Yankees or Yanks, but they were excited to have them there. It was awesome, you know. <laughs> The guy, yeah, you guys came like, across the like, fucking planet to help. Awesome, thank you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, now we've put him in good shape for our guests, mate. Oh. Ow, we've always had each other's backs. But isn't it going to be interesting, like this hoodie stuff? Like Iran, aren't they supporting the hoodies? Yeah, they're still funding them. I wonder it's... where they're getting their money from to fund them from. Uh, wealthy Maybe people the, like Bin Laden that and the billions of dollars that uh, we returned oil. on Iran. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! No, it was a yep. trillion dollars, wasn't it? That Obama dropped in a pallet of cash. Pallet of cash. Pallet of cash. Cash. All cash. Hard currency. We brought this up. Yeah, exactly. Cash is cash is king, right? Yeah, I was like, I cannot believe he just dropped a trillion dollars in Iran on a power to cash on a plane. Oh, right, well, that was their money. Oh, my God. And he's even paid for the fuel. My head hurts. <laughs> Obama was the uh, even crazy. He was the uh, deporter in chief. And now Joe Biden's like, don't deport people. It's racist to support people. Hey, look, guys, there's some interesting things going to come up in America very soon. What's that? <clears throat> well, do you reckon Biden's going to go all the way to 2024, the end of 2024? Oh, yeah. You reckon he'll be there at the end? Yep. He'll finish his term. He's going to drop out of a presidential contention after... After Super Tuesday. No. After after the primary would happen, because then it's too late to have a primary and a Democratic vote for the nominee, and the DNC gets to pick a nominee, and it's either going to be Gavin Newsom or Big Mike Obama. Yeah, I, can't, I can't see Mike coming into it. I don't. I mean, you're starting to sound like the Clay and Buck show. Well, Big Mike just came out and said that she was worried about... Uh, she also future. said when she was the first lady that she hated being in the White House. She felt trapped. Yeah. Yeah, and she also the, said the she finally a lot felt like worse an American president. Why would they she... give up their cushy life 
to go back to the White House? Why would they leave Martha's Vineyard in Hawaii to go back to the NDC to go back to the White House? I agree with you because you and I see it that way. But if you become president of the United States, you are obviously full of yourself. Right? Yeah. You have to be a narcissist to take over, to become the president of the United States. Then she has to declare her income as well, too, doesn't she? I don't think they want to spill the beans on that. President, yeah. Move on. I gotta, I gotta pee and smoke something. So there is a, um, a, a company in the United States that that's called USAA. They were founded by military officers back in the day, and they used to cater to they provided banking and life insurance and auto insurance and homeowner insurance not just officers well they opened up to all people a lot decades ago but there's a bunch of uh enlisted sailors that are trying to form a class action lawsuit in california saying that the auto insurance company that covers officers is different than the auto insurance company that covers enlisted. And the rates are different because of that. Ooh. That'll bring a bit of conflict, right? Yep. But they legally able to do that? Well, as long as it's two separate entities under yeah, one true. umbrella. It's yeah. two different sub companies under the umbrellas USAA. Right. Okay, I'm with you now, mate. Oh, I suppose like a bit rough, but isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's discrimination. Just because yeah. you didn't go to college and get a degree and join the military, you know, you're getting, you know, you're getting different respect and different rank, you know, rankings from your own car insurance company. In Australia, we've got this body called the ACCC, and it deals with um like companies and stuff like that, people who do that sort of stuff. Uh-huh. They're like a toothless tiger. And what they do, they'll, they'll go in, they'll investigate. Like if there's big rorts, say, for a supermarket sport and somebody, the ACCC investigates it, then that can go on to the high court. And that that's where they take them through that channel. That's all like government channel. It looks, looks, right. makes them look like they're independent. Okay. But I don't know if you've got anything like that in America. No, we got the regular court system, you know, so the to go through. But you know, most people don't realize this, and I didn't even realize it until this lawsuit came up and I read the article that you know USA actually basically has two different companies, you know, one for officers and one for enlisted. So I never realized that. Ah, it's it's a cheeky move, mate. Yeah, it's a cheeky move. But I suppose like. It makes you put a new look on USAA, you know, when you find out, you know, they got different rates and different companies for enlisted compared to officers. Well, I understand the argument here, uh, but uh, USAA is looking to make money and officers get paid more. And it's more difficult to fire them. So, like, I kind of get it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying it's right necessarily, but I kind of get it. Uh-huh. Like, well, it, it's difficult. It's very difficult to uh, decommission an officer. 
It's easy to boot an enlistee out, isn't it? Easier, and, yeah. And the, well, and so the officer get, gets paid three times as much. It's like an analogy with a footy side, you know. You get out there, you got one guy who's making $10,000 a year, another guy's making $20,000 a year. You're not going to pull off that hard tackle, are you? Well, your mate's making more money than you. You're going to stand back in the defensive line, aren't you? Is footy rugby or soccer? Rugby league. Okay, I, I, yeah, I'm no, trying saying, to like, be cool, but footy could have been either one, you know, especially the way you started talking about like linebackers or whatever, or tackles. Any, any, any sport with a football, we call it footy. Oh, so you call American football footy too? Nah, we call it gridiron, mate. Gridiron! Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> nah, gridiron, mate. American pretty, football actually, is a fun it's game. Huh? It's pretty popular out here. Like, we've got a, one of our um, national TV networks. They show up Monday morning from 5 o'clock. We get your live games. Oh, my God. The uh, <laughs> the, the Monday night football games? Yeah, no, they get the Sunday games Monday. on Monday. Yeah, Sunday afternoon. It'll be Monday oh, morning. Our time. All right. Because yeah. Monday night football, one team plays – or I'm sorry, two teams play against each other. Obviously, there's one game on Monday night. Yeah. Is it one or two on Thursday? One. One on Thursday, which is relatively new. Yeah. But I, I do enjoy American football. Uh, it's it's a very different game. Uh, obviously inspired by rugby, but not the same game at all, right? No. We've got a rugby league game in, uh, the, where is it? Las Vegas in a couple of weeks' time, actually. Yeah, oh, yeah? that sounds yeah. exciting. Stadium in Las Vegas. I don't forget the name of the stadium. It's the, pretty new the pro- stadium, uh, Probably where the Raiders play. Could be, mate. Could be. But, yeah, we've got a doubleheader. Four teams going out for two games. The problem is, well, a doubleheader is playing two games in a row, the same team. Well, well according to us. Huh? That's baseball. Well, yeah, as I say, ba- uh, baseball is double heads. You play two games in a row, which is nuts. Um, I, problems. I don't understand the rules of rugby well enough to enjoy watching the game. Like I'll watch, like, oh, this is exciting, but I have no idea what's happening. You know, what I mean? like no one's explained the rules to me before, and it just you know, it's like trying to watch hockey or even American football and not know the rules. It's like, what the fuck's going on? Like they just they're moving this. Then, then all of a sudden the ref throws something and then the ball goes the other way. What's going on here? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, once you get the base, it's pretty easy, mate. Pretty easy. What's that? You guys get you guys get four downs, we get six tackles. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I just six tackles, we gotta give the ball back or But you're not allowed back. to throw the ball forwards. No, it's gotta be passed backwards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has to be a back lateral or or even horizontal, right? Is it okay? Yeah, you just can't get forward. Four points for a try, two points for a goal converted goal. Yeah, yeah. One tries goal. goals and uh, apparently you can just yeah. I got, which one is which? You can just apparently just kick the ball at any point. No, no, you got to drop kick. You got to hit the ball's got to hit the ground. You got to kick at the same time it hits the ground simultaneously. That's a field goal. Okay, well, actually, you know what's funny is the New England Patriots did that once. Um Shoot, it was obviously under Belichick. Uh, I want to say, yeah, Vinatieri. Yeah, because that's been the only head coach you've known your whole life. No, I remember Parcells. 
Belichick was there for over 20 years. 24. I'm 41. You're no, but, uh, yeah, Vinatieri uh, was also the backup, or I'm sorry, emergency quarterback. And they were going to punt. Uh, he's the punter and, uh, you know, place kicker, et cetera, et cetera. He was going to punt the ball 30 yards to put him on like the one yard line. You know what I mean? Yeah. And instead, he drops it, lets it hit the ground, bounces back up, and he kicked it through the uprights and scored three points. And the refs had to look up in the book. It's like, oh my God, that is that is actually legal as a, a field goal attempt. Because normally you have to drop it and kick it. Yep. But like, uh, uh, he made it look like it was going to be a punt. And then, well, I'm sorry. A punt is a drop and a kick. A field goal, someone usually catches the ball and sets it up on the dirt and holds it for you to kick properly, you know? Yeah. He just drop kicked a field goal, and the ropes like you can't do that. Like holy shit, you can. <laughs> it hadn't been done in like fifty years or something. Yeah. Now, what actually? I don't mind watching a good game of gridiron. Hmm. I don't mind watching a good game of gridiron. Oh yeah, it's an exciting game. Like I said, I enjoy watching some rugby. I just don't understand the rules well enough to really enjoy the game. You know. You get a chance to watch, mate. Give me a call in a couple of years, and I'll explain it to you. <laughs> why that's what we need to do is you need to we need to figure out our time give me a message like two days in advance all right there's gonna be this game on it's gonna be streamed on the interwebs we're gonna watch it together i'm gonna explain this shit as it goes yeah we'll, we'll keep an eye off this one in las vegas it's coming up end of january i think i'll want to find out the date i'll let you know it's probably gonna be live streamed on the internet right yeah, it'll be on cable too. I think you might be able to get out in your cable provider. Maybe, but God knows what weird delay we're going to have on cable across the planet. We'll be coming right from America, mate, so it'll be live. Maybe. I don't know. I'll find out. I'll Google it. I'll Google it and have a look for yeah, it. Yeah, we'll I'll find out. It I, it'll, it'll be fun. I'll send it to you and Brian in it. Anyway, back to the Houthis. Yep. John uh, Kirby, the uh, national security advisor for President Biden, um, had a CNN host remind him that their a, their administration is one that revoked the terrorist designation on the Houthis because Biden's were trying to smooth thing over with the world, you know, make them look like the peacekeepers or whatever you want to call them, you know. And and as soon as you say, all right, you're not a terrorist, they start blowing shit up again. Yep. Yeah, because, oh, Kirby was talking all this trash about all these, all these terrorists and everything. It's like, you do realize it was President Biden that took away the terrorist designation. Well, you know, that was different. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Just like all the border wall material that we still have that uh, came onto Trump, Biden is selling it now to make sure that if Trump gets reelected, he can't use the material to build the damn wall. Yeah, Not even can you. See how cheap they sold it for? I have no idea what they're selling for, but I bet it's wicked cheap. I bet it's below recycling cost. Well below. Well below. Just wants to get rid of it so that we can't use it. Waste the American dollar. 
of what the people voted for because I don't like it. And what happened? Like I said, Obama was the deporter in chief. As soon as Trump said, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go even harder," all of a sudden it was evil and racist, and we had to do the opposite. Like, I don't understand what makes it that the sheer fact that Trump said A that you have to say Z. You know, that's the modern politics of the United States, unfortunately. Well, fucking Fetterman, uh, stroke guy. Mm-hmm. He's starting to be honest and real, and like conservatives are starting to get on board with this guy. And he even said something about being, I'm not a progressive. But like, all right, he denied that he was talking about South Africa, even though he said South Africa when he was referring to extermination of people. But he's he's brought up like six or seven things about just in general that like your average conservative would believe it uh, would go along with. Even yeah. most of your libertarians. Um, I funny thing is, I bet if he ran as a libertarian, they would love him now because he wears his uh, shorts and his hoodie, uh, and his new policies. But no one, no libertarians get elected. Like, can, can you name three libertarians that have ever been elected? No. Can you name one? Because I can name one. No. Ron Paul. Okay. Ron Paul was a libertarian. He still is. I like Ron Paul. Uh, I like his son for the most part, too. Rand Paul, the uh, Republican uh, senator. All right. Well, apparently, uh, the United... Shoot, in two days, the U.S. is about to fly... um, a couple F-16s over, is it Bosnia? Yeah, Bosnia. I've been to Bosnia. I have not. And I've been in a lot of places. Well, there's a reason why you haven't been to Bosnia. Mm. It's a landlocked country. Navy's not going there. Oh, all right. Navy doesn't get there very often. Huh? Navy can get to Croatia, but not Bosnia. Never been to Croatia either. I have. Um, But yeah, in some kind of uh, training exercise with like a surface-to-air, air-to-surface... Yeah, because uh, here, <laughs> let me give you the short rundown on Bosnia. Uh, Civil War. Yep, Civil War <laughs> in the 90s. And what was the cause of the Civil War? Oh, Bosnia was probably the assassination of a leader. Uh, that was back way back. That was, no, that was the start of World War One. No. Oh, okay. That, yeah. Oh, was that Bosnia? No. That, oh, my God. The Balkans. Savior in Bosnia. Um, Franz Ferdinand. Yeah, he was in he was in Bosnia when that happened. Yugoslavia is what it was called. But anyway, the uh the 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 cause of the war is there's three different religions in Bosnia. So and they don't get along. Uh okay. And so that's what the fighting's all been about all these years. It's all about God. Yep. I bet how how many of these groups are uh, Christian? One. Oh, there is one. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all damned to hell. I believe uh, taking up arms in the name of God is um, using the Lord's name in vain. 
to pretend you know what God wants you to do, to pretend you know God's plan is a violation of, uh, well, using God's name to do whatever the fuck it is you want to do. Actually, technically, there's two. Uh, the It's, uh, yeah, there's two Christian organizations in Bosnia. You got the Roman Catholic Church. The Roman Catholics are involved in a con. In a, and you got a the war? Serbian Orthodox Church, and you got Muslims. Yeah, the Serbian Muslims come through. It's more like defense, mate. It's more. I was like just saying, is it a defensive thing? But like two groups against one, like the Roman Catholic Church being involved in warfare, kind of surprises me. Well, I mean, officially, it's not the church. <laughs> it's you know, people in the church. You know, the congregants. Oh, so like if I was to be under attack and I fired back, I would still be considered a Roman Catholic fighting. Yeah. yeah. The Serbian had the Serbians had a better army, better better equipped, a bigger army. Backed by Russia. Yep. Miloslav Milosevic, I think, was the president at the time when he got done for war crimes. Yep. It's in Bill Clinton's reign, too. Bill Clinton was president then. Yep. I did two tours in Bosnia. That would have been a hit. What, during the war? Uh, after the war. Here's oh, an interesting... Okay. I was going to say, that would be a hellhole. That Here's would have been interesting one thing. hellhole war, that one. Interesting thing. Um, I've heard a lot of people saying, mm-hmm. like, you're tearing babies away from their parents. And it's like... First of all, on the border, first of all, you don't know if these people are, this man is related to this little girl. Um, And, you know, that's whatever. But I remember under Bill Clinton, remember Ilion Gonzalez? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, yeah, he was, uh, he came over on a, a, a quote unquote boat from Cuba with his mother and his mother didn't make it. And so, they went to yeah, Jano, Janet Re, Reno shipped them on back to the U.S. Thanks to the Clinton administration or back to Cuba. Thanks to the administration of uh, Bill Clinton. Well, he had no family here and he had someone. He had an him. uncle. Ah, it turns out that guy wasn't actually related to him. Oh, OK. Yeah. And it's like this dude was just sold into child trafficking. And they made a big deal at the time because like. They hid the kid in the closet. I remember the whole thing, right? Yeah, I remember it. Uh-huh. Yeah, we were probably doing the show back then. Huh? We were doing the show. No, we weren't doing the show under Clinton. <laughs> I signed up over under Obama. By the way, anyone who is interested, uh, Brian and I started this show with another guy who keeps saying he's going to come on, but he's got anxiety. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what the, the booze is for, asshole. Uh, we started this by watching MMA on Saturday nights and drinking beers. And then once the once the fights ended, bullshit. And one night, Brian finally had the balls to hit record. And he published that shit. That's how the show came to be. Now Shannon Sharp stole our format. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I need another burr. I'm drinking these things quick tonight. I'm having a good time. That means that means it's probably going to be a good show. Yep. Oh, the off-topic things and then coming back on topic. You know that makes it 
fun. More real. More real. Yeah, less scripted. Because yeah. uh, we literally do script the show in terms of, uh, well, I say that. We'd, there's a list of articles <laughs> that we all said, hey, this was, one of us said this was interesting and sent to the group. <laughs> it gives it that beer drinking vibe, but mate, when you go off topic. What's that? It gives it that beer drinking vibe, you know, when you're on the piss and you're bloody just talking random rubbish. Never mind, I was about to say something weird and crazy. Even for this show, it would have been inappropriate talking about my Jacob's Ladder. Oh, you've already talked about it. <laughs> Brian, move on. You've <laughs> already talked enough about it. So, apparently, I don't know anything about this story, but cops clash with dozens of Orthodox men in a synagogue in New York City as a riot breaks out over a secret underground tunnel. Yeah, I heard a bit about that the other day. It's supposed to be on a um, the tunnel's supposed to lead to some children's museum or something. They found mattresses, stained mattresses, and kids' um, cots and stuff like that under there. Huh. Oh, what? Apparently, it apparently yeah, it New York City a, uh, synagogue in the, the Jewish the temple. Jewish tunnels. Yeah, yeah. Um, the sheer fact that they fought the police makes me think it wasn't access to the uh, synagogue during COVID, but instead, uh, like, some weird illegal thing they were doing, like a drug den or a sex dungeon or a rape palace or something. Um, But either way, wouldn't you have run away instead of fighting the cops over it? Yeah. You wouldn't want to get caught there, would you? Well... The, the tunnels are underground. Like you're weakening the structure that buildings are sitting upon. Like that yep. synagogue could collapse down into the tunnels because of this. You know, mm-hmm. they went to fill a bag in. People ran in. It's like, no, you're not gonna fill this with concrete. It's like, what the fuck are you guys doing down there that you're trying to protect? You know. Yeah, I was just reading the article. I guess I should have stared it um, recently. About, about a similar this, thing? Yeah, this TikTok lady in Richmond, Virginia, is uh, digging out, like, her own shelter underneath her house without permits. Under Whoa. her house? Yeah. What if it... Yeah, what if it just goes kaboosh and collapses in on itself? Yeah, so, so the, the city got involved, and they're coming in. They inspected it, and they're they're now they're going to tell her what she needs to do to to make it and, safe. Yeah, you know it's going to cost her an extra ten, fifteen thousand dollars to do what they want versus what she wanted. Yeah, We're putting up piers and foundations. That's what's cool. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're going to dig, if you're going to build a home or you got put a basement under a home. You That's need not to... a normal thing here in Virginia, basements. Well, even a basement, you put the basement in first. Like right now, I'm underground. You know that. Yeah, well, we're we're so close to the sea level here. There's not a lot of basements in Virginia. Really? I am closer to the ocean than you are. Okay, but you're not at sea level. So what do you guys got a lot of water table around you? Have you, Brian? 
Well, yeah. in the in the summer, my back my backyard fills up with a swamp because uh the water table. I'm telling you, Brian, I am closer to the ocean and I'm closer to sea level than you. I have a pump set up in a hole that is dug behind my house out the back door with a concrete pipe around it and stones filled up just to pump water out from under my house before it gets into my house. I've dealt with this shit. It's been a long time since we've had to done, do that. Uh-huh. Well, we used to actually used to actually have to like turn this pump on. A sub pump. And I say, yes, sump pump. Exactly. And the thing is, I didn't actually have to turn it on. It's got a float switch. I don't know if anyone knows what that is, but uh, it's the same thing that shuts off your toilet from filling. Yep. Yeah. And I, we had a sub pump in Michigan where I grew up. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's to keep the water from getting into your basement, right? Yep. Yeah, and there's a float switch. And if it, if it was down, it wouldn't pump. But when the water came up, it would lift this uh, ball full of air with a lever on it that would turn the switch on that would turn the pump on until the arm fell back down. Technology is amazing, dude. This is like 85, 90-year-old technology, you know? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Apparently more protesters are complaining about Wanting a ceasefire in the Middle East? Yeah, they're doing it by shutting down the major interstate that runs from California all the way up to Washington State. I-5. Do they think that, that President Biden has the authority to call a ceasefire? Uh, yeah, I think they do. do. Do they not realize this is not his conflict? This is two separate nations. Like, he cannot say stop. I know that, and you know that, but, you know, it is what it is. Those people are fucking morons. They're calling the people Nazis. Why are they calling them Nazis? I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, and this happened all around the country. It's happening in New York City. And uh, I heard on a radio show this week that, you know, in some of these places, it's just a matter of time before somebody gets killed. Yeah, but the president doesn't have the authority to stop a conflict between two foreign nations. No, but they think he's got enough pull. You know, we're sending Israel Joe money. Biden? We're sending Israel money. We're sending Israel weapons. You know, Oh, just stop funding Israel's defense and that'll yeah. stop the... Right. Like we could, like we're doing in Ukraine, we're doing that too in Ukraine. Yeah, but we've, and if we stop funding either one, which I'm not saying one way or the other. Actually, I think we should stop funding them both. Right. Uh, they'll immediately collapse under the pressure. Yep. Why? Why is this my? Why don't? Why am I sending weapons to foreign nations to fight a war? Well, I'll tell you but why. My roads, well, but, no, but my roads are full of fucking potholes, and my trash doesn't get picked up on time. Israel's playing for a lot of the weapons. 
Nah, they're paying for some of them. I just... Uh, Israel Israel has been around long enough. They got the IDF. Actually, the IDF is extremely trained. I think they can take care of themselves. Okay. Uh, United States should not be selling them weapons. No. Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, Boeing should be selling them weapons. Private my companies. My shirt's wet. Ah, uh, thirsty shirt? Yeah. Oh! Dude! We need to do something to commemorate uh, the thirsty shirt. Okay. I want to find some way for the first person. Ah, it's too late to do any of that. And I say that like, like we have prizes to give out. We- we can't even get enough donations to pay our storage fees. <laughs> By the way, please give us money. Uh, we'll take uh, Canadian loonies. We'll take American dollars. We'll take uh, Bitcoin. We'll take we'll take Bitcoin. We'll take Shibu Inu, <laughs> Euro, Yan, Yen. You name it, we'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll what, figure out a way to take it. <laughs> what, what, what is uh, Australia's friend? You guys use dollars? Yeah, we they used doubles. The, they got the Aussie dollar. All right. Well, I wasn't sure. Well, the Canadians actually call their money dollars too, but they also like to call them loonies. Yeah, there are a few loonies in Canada. Hmm. All right, you got the loony to- loony toonie. Apparently, is an issue because people were pulling, uh, drawing Spock ears on the picture of the guy on the two dollar bill in Canada. Is that Trudeau? Nah, it's another no. dude. He looks, he looks like Spock, but. Yeah, Trudeau is not on the adult. It's not on a a bill. Not yet. Not yet. He's just on a cash roll. Never. Prime Minister Black. There's no actual proof that he's the bastard child of Castro yet. So apparently Biden thinks he can cause some kind of weird ceasefire by, quote, quietly (laughs) pulling Israel out. Right. What the fuck does that mean? It means he's talking to himself while he's asleep. He was just trying to calm the protesters down at this church he was at. And I still don't. <laughs> Why he just says I don't have the authority? It's it's. I don't run the world. I run this country. Right. Or I'm the president of this country. You know. These two other guys want to fight. Yeah. You either have to pick a side or not be involved. You can't just tell them to stop. Especially when God's involved, right? Right. But what well, did he you... say in that church? Didn't he say he, he's been to more black churches than most of the people in there? Uh, I wouldn't put it past him saying something stupid like that. He said a couple of stupid things like that before about black churches. And uh, when he was on Charlemagne the God, he actually said, if you if you don't know if you should vote for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Uh, <laughs> and now Charlemagne the God has actually come out and said... Trump's getting more black votes now. He, he shouldn't have uh, recommended Kamala Harris for vice president. 
and <clears throat> even the Biden Harris ticket. So moving Ooh, on. Wait, oh, I, I don't want to move on. I'm gonna play oh, this sorry? video for you. Oh, you got a video? Yeah. All right, this, I'm I'm hoping this good sound because not everyone watches it. I know. Let's see well, here. What do you got for me, Brian? President Both Biden. That's nice stained glass. So is our freedom, our democracy, our very country, because without the truth, there's no light. Without light, there's no path from this darkness. What's she saying? That's the Palestine protester. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Ceasefire now. But he doesn't have the authority to stop this conflict. How'd they even get into the, the church? How did Biden get into a church? Look, here's the, the escorts escorting him out. One person wanted to make sure they were getting, they were putting their hands up. Four more years. <laughs> so the Biden supporters are out sharing the protesters now. What's 44 years supposed to mean? Four years. Huh? Four more years. Well, four more years? He'll only be 90 by then. I'm not kidding you. He's not going to be on the ticket. Thank you. Look, folks. I understand their. I understand their passion. And I've been. Does he know where working. he is? I've been quietly working with the Israeli government to get them to reduce and significantly get out of Gaza. I'm using all that I can to do. He ain't got nothing. Oh, he nah. doesn't have the authority. Like that's like Australia telling the United States, uh, "Don't fuck with North Korea." And I'm not saying we are fucking with North Korea, but it's like, who yeah. the fuck are you, Australia? Right? Yeah, it's it. Like when you get your, your country's invaded by another country, or actually not a country, because they're not recognised. But if you get invaded, your citizens get killed, mate. I'd be fucking in there. I'd be going in with guns, taking back fucking revenge. I bet you guys are uh, regretting giving up your guns, huh? Mate, we are. We are, but it was a hard choice. It was just a hard choice at the time. It's funny. I uh, I, I play a game on my phone that's a global game, and I said something about uh, moving to West Virginia, and I want to... You know, maybe buy a nice deer hunting rifle, and I'm not sure which ones I want to try out. And you know, I was asking for advice from hunters, and someone from Europe was like, "I'm so glad we don't have this gun issue." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm sure the uh, Jews in Poland disagree with you." <laughs> did you get? A, did you get a response? <laughs> no, shut, shut, right the ever. <laughs> The French, the French are regretting it. The bloody Belgians are regretting it. No, well, Auschwitz was actually in Poland, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Krakow. Yeah, we actually, we actually killed you. We we worked you to near death, and then exterminated you to get out of the way. It's like most of, most of the Nazi camps have moved to Poland. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah, I don't want a gun. Some motherfuckers are going to come and exterminate your work you to death and exterminate you for your whatever. Wouldn't you rather at least have a fighting chance? Oh, fuck it. At least I can shoot back, you know? I can hide in my uh, my deer blind up in the mountain and pick off six of them before they can get close to me. <laughs> well, look, uh, the, the stark reality is, the brutal reality, you take away someone's gun, they're going to find other weapons. Yeah, okay. Now the, the military gun. shows up and they got guns and you have a fucking mace. Yeah, that's right. Or a slingshot. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, exactly right. Like, a mace is a great weapon if someone else doesn't have a weapon. You know? Well, same thing happened in England, mate, in Britain. They huh? took away the guns out there. They took away the guns and that in Britain. Here they do now. Knife attacks. Yeah, worse. it's all about the knife. Well, yeah. it's illegal to carry, yeah, it's illegal to carry a knife in your pocket in England now. Yeah. You can't even have a pocket knife. And we, that was a joke we made here. It's like, oh, take away our guns. What's next? The, can't cut right. your steak? Can't have a knife? And then the England's like, no knives. I was like, what? Yeah. There was some brutal attack, North attacks. I keep a, I carry a pocket knife just as a tool. Uh, you, have, you guys got Leatherman down there? So Leatherman? Leatherman. Oh, we got different knife makers in that here. Well, it's a like it's a, a multi it's a company that makes a t- a multi tool. It's oh, got no, like got different, different name companies. Yeah. Okay. Right, well, it's got pliers, a knife, uh, tweezers, knife, like file, saw. Yeah, Swiss Army knife. Uh, yes, but Leatherman's Leatherman has five times as many tools. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's a big old flip out Multi. thing that actually flips out. Looks like a giant pair of pliers, and then you can pull out the other tools. That would be illegal because there's multiple knives and saws in this thing. Hey. But meanwhile, it's supposed to help me in my backyard. Going, oh fuck, I need to cut this, or I need to twist this. You know. Not to mention, dude, like, I'm in the woods now. I'm looking to move deeper in the woods. What am I supposed to do to protect my kids against like, a fucking bear? How would you protect your kid against a bear? Me? Yeah. What do you think is the best way to protect your child from a bear? Play dead. Cuddle of nice shots. Shoot it. <laughs> right? Cuddle with it. Yeah, cuddle with it. No, shoot it over and over and over until it stops moving, right? I'm sorry if that sounds like a terrible thing to say, but like a bear is coming up on my child in the mountains of West Virginia, which is realistic. Okay, it climbed over my four foot, oh, I'm sorry, my three and a half foot chain link fence. Ooh, they've already done that here over my wood fence to eat my beehive. I'm going to fire until that bear stops moving, you know? And you would, too. 
So President apparently President Biden's sending out mixed signals here. His administration is. Obviously. He came out and said that um, they don't support independence for Taiwan. But uh, at the same time, we got Secretary of State Blinken calling and congratulating him on his victory and said that uh, the United States is committed to maintaining cross-strait peace and stability and a peaceful resolution of differences. Uh-huh. So whose word do we believe? Not even that. If the president said we don't support a free Taiwan, then that tells China to move in. We ain't going to do shit, right? Right. That's the end of Taiwan, I guess. Well, they ain't going to go without a fight. Huh? They got Aegis-class destroyers there now. Okay. I know what that means. Aegis-class, you said? Yep. I know what that means. And I know as a fact, I am not allowed to share. They'll make it painful on China. Yes, China will win. China will win, but it will hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think we provided them with a missile defense system similar to what Israel has, too. So the iron, oh, Jesus Christ, Iron Dome was uh, Soviet Union, wasn't it? No, uh, iron, iron Dome is Israel, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. All right. <laughs> On to your f- next favorite topic. Of the I thought of- this was funny, titling it Offensive Statues. Offensive Statues. <clears throat> so, the in Pennsylvania, there's this William Penn Park. And in the park, there's a statue of William Penn. Anybody know who William Penn was? I might. What's up? Who was William Penn? Uh, oh, really? Uh, okay. Um, he was, he was a writer. Yeah, he was a fighter. He was an, a, a sure aristocrat. And he was the founder of Pennsylvania, Penn, Sylvania. Uh, and Biden was looking to tear down the monument to him. They were going to relocate the monument. Okay. That's what they said about that uh, Virginia statue. They just melted down and didn't tell anyone, right? Right. This was the National Park Service is trying to do this. He was the founder of Pennsylvania. It just... Uh, Now, Hokel is trying to remove uh, offensive Native American art, art yeah, in New I, York. I thought we talked about that last week. Did we? Yeah. My apologies. My apologies. Let's move on to the next offensive statue then. Maybe not. Oh, no, we didn't. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, but she didn't even consult Native Americans on whether it's offensive or not. You know, she's just going to assume oh. it's offensive. Well, 
that's the problem is like they got rid of Aunt Jemima, right? Mm-hmm. They uh they got rid of uh the Lando Lakes woman. Yep, that family the the Aunt Jemima family made a ton of money off of the likeness of their ancestor great great yeah ancestor being on the bottle well guess how much money they're making now zero and she uh, ain't there no more well land of lakes they got rid of the indian and kept the land and you want i can tell you how many bottles of aunt jemima i bought since they took it's something mill company now right pearl mill company all right i've only buy mrs butterworth now mrs butterworth is not a terrible syrup but I don't use either. No, you're close to Maine. Vermont. Vermont. You can get your syrup from your... I get I get real syrup. <laughs> from your brother for free. Uh, no, my brother is a fucking joke. Uh, oh, he's got like 40 acres of... Uh, syrup? Of maple trees and pine trees. And he will not do the work to uh, make syrup. Okay. Man, you'd be on a gold mine. I was like, even if, yeah, I was like, I, I even told him, I like, I don't think you understand. If you have a homebrew maple syrup that you make, you can sell it in a store for three times the cost yeah. of regular maple syrup. Especially if you go from Ver, uh, Vermont all the way down to Massachusetts and say, I have this homemade maple syrup in bottles. Yeah, pure real maple syrup, yep. not not sugar garbage. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I, just, I don't care enough. I'm like, oh my god, dude, easy money. Yeah, and realistically, all I gotta do is like, you drill a hole in the tree, and you tap in uh, a and how spout. often do you have to go empty the buckets on them? Well, like once you, a week. Oh yeah, yeah. You open the valve. Yeah. Okay. You open the valve exactly, and it's it's less than once a week before you fill a bucket of okay. maple sap that drips out. But you have forty acres of trees, right? So yeah, exactly. Like once a month, you go around, or even let's say once a week, you just and you do like quarters sort of, your of a property. section of the trees, yeah. And then you have to boil, you have to do a couple things. Was so like yeah. you could charge. 15 bucks for a fucking pint of this shit and people would gobble it up. Yep. Like 100% pure, real maple syrup. Uh You know? Vermont maple syrup. Exactly. Exactly. Put that on the top. Vermont maple syrup. Makes so much money. He just... Well, he doesn't listen to this show. So I'm going to go ahead and talk a bunch of shit. He ended up getting a giant plot of property uh, with an inheritance of his uh, in-laws, from his in-laws. And they're on a welfare program, but he won't tell his wife, because apparently his wife thinks that uh, the Vermont government just gives you uh, cheese and milk every month. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not kidding you with this. <laughs> You're laughing as high as my wife was when she realized what was going on. <laughs> I miss some good government cheese. <laughs> she actually said that. I was like, oh, no, no, no. The Vermont government just gives you uh, milk and cheese. And she was like, oh, my God, no, they don't. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, the, and it's even worse. You have to apply for welfare benefits. <laughs> yeah. So it's like he applied these benefits and never told her. It's like, no, 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 no. Vermont just gives us this stuff. It's like, why? Why would they give you bread, uh, milk and cheese? You know? <sighs> you all right, uh, repeat offender? Well, I certainly am, mate. Big one last night. The uh, girl's dad had his 80th birthday. 80? So 80th, mate. So I was smashing back the points of Guinness last night like there was no tomorrow. I like Guinness, but the problem with it is it's um, it's a steak and a glass. Oh, my God. Oh, you're full after one, aren't you? I didn't feel like brekkie this morning. Brekkie. That's breakfast for you guys, right? That's breaking, mate. That's breakfast. Thought it was Brexit. Brexit. That was the best thing the pawns have done for a while. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, shit. We've only. ESPN. Oh, shit. We've been at this for almost two hours, dude. Yep. Oh, ugly. Uh, uh, what? Offensive statues. Yeah. And the ESPN. Uh, apparently. ESPN has been a, a fraud. When it comes to was it uh, Tonys or something or Emmys, uh, making shit up to get their uh, their their personalities Emmys, they've been forging stuff because uh, they didn't technically fit into the category. Oh, another scandal for it's, ESPN. It's been like fourteen years they've been doing this too. Aren't they only boy Disney? Yeah, they are. Who isn't? Yep. You either own by Disney or well, I say Alphabet. Alphabet probably owns Disney. No, they own. They own. They're owned by Disney. ESPN's owned part of Disney now, and so is Hulu. Hulu. Uh huh. Really, I should get a discount on my Disney then if uh. You can get the, the, they now they now have a ESPN Hulu Disney bundle. I'm looking into that because I got the Hulu because I like the Hulus because it's shows I like to watch. Uh-huh. I got Disney for the kid. You know, oh, she gets to watch like the Sword in the Stone, the Little Mermaid, Cinderella. You know, Moana. And you get to watch the audition. Oh, 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 she loves Moana. And she loves Frozen, and uh, she watched uh, 101 Dalmatians today. Okay. Yeah. Classic. It is a classic. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, like I said, she watches Little Mermaid. She'll sing Under the Sea. <laughs> All right, Brian. How much further are we taking this shit? I don't are we going to go through all the leftovers? Uh, this Probably at least, not. There's at least one or two I want to bring up. Uh, all right, let's talk about them. Senator Shaheen misquoted uh, Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> and as soon as she was called out by like the entire internet, she pulled it back down. But Ben Franklin was asked, what do you think is the best government? And she put a democracy, comma, if you can keep it. Ben Franklin said a republic, comma, if you can keep it. 
I swear these folks are trying to change the definition of words. Right. I've been saying yeah. this for years now, haven't yeah. I? Uh-huh. Yep. Because it went from it went from I identify as a man, I identify as a woman, to I am male or I am female. Gender and sex became the same thing very quickly, didn't they? Yep. Sure did. Very Just like quickly. Just like the word insurrection, eh? Yeah, it's it's everywhere. Uh all right. Well, but yeah, she misquoted it and I'm pretty sure it was on purpose, and then she got busted and called out by mm-hmm. shoot a hundred thousand people and she deleted it. Uh we got the electric vehicle thing, but I don't know if I care about that enough. I don't either. Uh oh, someone drove through the White House gates. Yep. He's in he's uh been arrested. Maybe. Uh, no, he's in custody. Uh, there's the Fetterman thing. You know what? You're starting to like Fetterman? N- no. <laughs> no. I was going to say, I was, you know what? I think we're about done. I think so, too. Um, Take the sharing back. I got it, don't I? No, I took it away. <laughs> Uh, I think there's one more thing I want to mention. Well, you better stop the music then or talk quick. Oh, no, I got tons of time <laughs> on this. This is the whole long thing. Okay. Oh, apparently self-checkouts in the United States are asking for tips now. What? Oh, yeah, I think I've seen it a couple times. I refuse to tip on self-checkout. But tip comes to me, I'm not doing it. No, well, I mean... I'm offered to like donate money to a charity, not a tip. But if like, you want to give me a tip, it's like give who a tip? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Do I get this back? Right. Is this a rebate on my on my purchase of the stuff I bought here? No, I, I understand people are upset with the self checkout. But like, really, what's the big deal? Like, oh, we're lose we're losing checkout uh, uh, cashier jobs. Yeah, but we're creating um, people that build and repair these machines instead. They get paid more. Yeah. Right. There's better jobs available instead. Just the way I see it. But that's a pretty good way to see it. Yeah. But uh, Brian, I guess that's our shit. Yep. You gotta cut it? I'm cutting.